Welcome to Dakota Grappler Live. Your source for wrestling in the Dakotas. We will bring you coach interviews, individual rankings and results. News at all levels. Great conversation, wrestling mindset, and more. Now here's your host, John Gums. Hey there, uh, John Gums of Dakota Grappler. We're going live here in the State Wrestling Tournament, so you might hear some background noise a little bit, but the microphone picked things up fine. With me tonight, I have Roger Nash, NDSU's wrestling coach, longtime University of Minnesota wrestler. Got lots of things I can ask. You know, D1's a big step. You guys have really turned it on since January. You guys have only lost one duel since basically the Wyoming duels last year. You guys lost. Then you guys have been on a roll. Uh, tell me what the kind of the turnaround is for your team this year. You know, we, we've done a great job. Uh, uh, making some minor adjustments in our training, but but overall just finding consistency and trying to focus on the things that uh, you know don't don't take a whole lot of gifts, right? Just our attitude, our confidence, and and the effort that we, we wrestle with. So a lot of the things that we really focus on uh, is is, is uh, you know we don't need the we don't need technique. It's every, something everyone can possess. And so we really focus on a lot of these key words as we approach our workouts and our training and our preparation, and uh, and they do a great job, you know. So uh, we, we, we've done a great job at finding consistency, okay. in, in, in not just in, in in training, but in our in our attitudes and in our diets and our in uh, you know just the effort and, and confidence that we, we we put out there on a daily basis, whether it's in the track or on the wrestling mats or the weight room or or wherever it is, right? So these guys have just really been been models of consistency and their successes are, are ultimately uh, a reward for, for what they were capable of. So really proud of the, the changes that they've made. That's good. I also feel you guys are really picking your intensity. You know, you're, you're aggressive on the mat. You're not waiting for people to come to you. You're taking it to them. Uh, notice, you know, you have a big turnaround since the Wyoming duel. You have two big duels left and then you start getting into your you know, the Big 12 and all everything else. So you have SDSU coming up that's next week. Friday, it's Friday. tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, yes, yeah. Yes. Time flies. Uh, what are you looking forward to there? You guys can, you know, yeah. what's the big matchups? Yeah, you know, uh, more, more so than the matchups, I, I think what what we really look for is an opportunity to wrestle in a, in a tough environment, right? And South Dakota State has done a great job at, at creating an environment that uh, that, that, that is challenging for, for the opponents and the opposition. And, uh, you know, I, I think as we as we prepare for postseason, having the opportunity to wrestle in these hostile environments and, in, and being the underdog, and, uh, you know, I, I think these are great learning moments and great great moments of preparation for our guys as we enter postseason. So more so than the matches, we're excited to wrestle in a, in a, in a tough environment and, and being the underdog and, and some of those things that, uh, you know, for. You know, that's, that's, I think, really what's uh, allowed our guys to, to stay focused and kind uh, of kind of embrace that. So this time of the year, is it, is it kind of a time when you're bringing intensity, shorter practices? Uh, what has kind of been your role as a coach for your guys at home? You know, are you, are you bringing it so, uh, you know, technique you've already done, not concerned about that so much? You know, what is what's your main focus as a coach? You know, are you, are you going to individual battles with each individual wrestler, you know, kind of tweaking little things? Yeah. Know, what, what's your main focus? You know, at, at this point, it's, again, like we said, it's, it's finding consistency. And, and, and that has always been our key, is, is to be able to wrestle day in and day out. The moment we walk into the room, 
that that switch that switch turns on and off, right? We walk through the restroom, that switch turns on, our our, our excitement immediately rises, our, our confidence immediately goes up. The the fight, the, 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 that that physical and mental warfare begins, and, and, and trying to have this positivity is, is really what what we focus on, and uh, the techniques. That, that we, we, we look at is is where where our, our individuals are and the adjustments they need to make where our team is and the adjustments that they need to make from week to week. So typically this time of a year, it's not necessarily introducing any any new new ideas or, or, or techniques. It's just small adjustments, small tweaks, uh, and, and ultimately it's it's growing IQ, wrestling IQ, whether it's positional or or, or technical. It's, it's growing wrestling IQ, so we become not just better technicians, but smarter wrestlers, and we understand the moment that our, our athletes are in, and we can help them understand the moment better. And uh, we, we've seen a couple areas where, uh, you know, uh, they we, we might just lose the the, the moment, and, and uh, we saw that here a couple weeks ago when we were out in Utah, where where we probably had some matches won, but end up losing in, in, in the moment. Not because we got out wrestled, but be probably because we got a little bit outsmarted. And so, yeah, great example, right? So, and utilizing those is great learning moments so our guys can help understand the, the, the wrestling IQ grows and, and where, they, where they're at in matches so they can build on that. So, I think those are really key uh, moments for these guys. Because we don't, I just go back to that Mets match. He's a, we've yeah. always known Mets can throw, and he had that opportunity when he threw him, you know, it's a ranked wrestler. And then uh, you didn't take it to him anymore. He kind of stayed defensive and, and yeah. then, and then paid a price. Paid price for it. Yep. So, so true. Yeah, it was, and it's great for Brandon. You know, I, I, I believe if he's put in that same position today, then then, then, then he would make different. Uh, he'd make different adjustments, and he would adjust it differently. But again, it's the growing, the growing pains that you kind of learn through. And, and this was a growing pain for Brandon. But I'm glad it happened now and not in March, right? So we're we're happy to to learn those lessons and. And right now we're not necessarily losing matches on, on effort or confidence. It's, it's just small technical things that we're able to take to the wrestling room and, and make the adjustments. Okay, so let's let's look into next season. Now, what, what's going to be your biggest area where you're trying to recruit? Uh, lightweights, where you're looking? Because I know 25 has been kind of subject a little bit this year. What what areas are you really going to have to focus on? As, as guys no, that's a good question. Uh, you know, and, and not necessarily the... The areas that we're trying to recruit, but for us, it's 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 finding the it's finding the young man that fits the model. So we talk about recruiting. You know, it's we, we work really hard to create a great culture of wrestling. Yes, getting a great match going on. I know. It's loud over here. You guys are doing a great job out there. Uh, but it's not necessarily the, the weight classes that we're looking for. We want to find we want to find the, the young men that fit the mold, fit the culture that we we built, and, and the, the the type of athlete that we look for, and with those with those high characteristics, high morals, and, and kids that that really work hard and, and, and have huge ceilings, and, and love to work out, and love to grow, and and, and have high expectations for themselves. Impressive what you guys are doing. Yeah, Frantic, for an example, North Dakota boy. Um, to me, I've always thought he was a model, and boy, he's really gotten strong. It's fun watching. Hoping, hoping that he takes that next step because I think he's so close to, to you know, stepping into maybe getting to the Nationals or something. Like yeah, no, it, it, he is. Uh, Jared's a great example. He is. He, he has been uh, an example that you know. He, he's a great example of. of 
you know, what North Dakota State Wrestling is and, and, and what the standard is for, for uh, Bison Wrestling in our program, right? And, and he lives a great lifestyle and he does things the right way and, and for that he's he's had success. And, uh, you know, again, there's there's really no limit to how, how far he can take his success, but, uh, you know, he's, he's got all the tools and, and he's been a great, he's been a great leader in our program and, and uh, yeah, we're really excited for you know, he's, he's going to continue to grow. We're really, really excited for him. Okay. Now I'm going to take you about two minutes okay. out of NDSU. Yeah. Where did you first start wrestling? Uh, a little bit there. What's the, your first memory, memory of wrestling? Yeah. You know, my first memory of wrestling, and, and I, I imagine it's probably a similar story to a lot of young boys. And, and I, was, I was lucky to have a brother who was a, a year and a half older than I was. And... Uh, as any, you know, we were we were two boys in a in a small house, and, and so you know, what what do two kids do? They find things to to, to compete. They were always competing with one another, and, and uh, it was the WWF wrestling, World Wrestling Federation, and uh, so that was. I mean, that was like every Wednesday night at our house. Like, let's go home. Let's you know, let's watch those old heroes, and uh, you know, so. That's that's how it started wrestling. That was that was wrestling to us, and it wasn't until one one day I think I was maybe seven, six or seven years old. My brother, you know, eight or nine, and my father comes home and goes, "Hey guys, do you guys want to wrestle?" Me and my brother. He was yeah. And where are you at at this time? Pardon me. What town wise? So we are in a, a town called Davison, Michigan. Okay. And and you you know for, for those wrestling junkies out there, you're probably real familiar. Uh, synonymous with, with elite wrestling over there. Uh, your your guys like like Brent Metcalf, John Reeders, Paul Donos, these these guys who've come out of this program. They got some elite kids coming out of the program uh, currently. Um, so this is where we're at, and they have a good little youth program up the road. So our father says, "Hey." Let's go wrestle, and, and you know, I, we, we, my brother and I expect we're going to walk into the arena, and, and there's going to be there's going to be turnbuckles and a platform, and, and this is all we know. And so we got educated quick, but it, again, it was uh, you know one of those love at first sights. Uh, we, we absolutely fell in love with the sport, and, and you fell into the right culture, the right people, a tough program, and you learn the right steps. Hundred percent. So uh, again, it's been. Uh, that's that was the start of it for us. And so your dad didn't wrestle. He he had some high school experience, but it started and stopped with his high school experience. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And then when you, what was your when it came to you going to college and you decided to go to University of Minnesota, what were your choices and what did what did kind of turn to there at that point? Yeah, you know uh, the recruiting process. Uh, first, it was a lot different. Uh, back then than it is today. Today's a different a different world, right? Um, but that was that was a long time ago, and, and so the recruiting process for me at the at the time, I was I was real fortunate to to have some really really great opportunities, and I, I remember speaking a lot with uh, you know the you know uh, guys like uh, Jay Robinson, of course. Uh, you know, Bobby Douglas. Uh, I, I got to know Bobby Douglas out at Iowa State very well. Uh, Jim Zaleski was was uh, then at Iowa, um, and, and so I got to know these guys. Uh, Joe McFarland was over at the University of Michigan, uh, so I, I talked with these guys a lot, and, and I was really really fortunate that to spend a lot of time with these with these coaches. And uh, you know, for for me it was uh, you know a 
not like anything. You know, Minnesota just came away with 10 All-Americans, something that is, is still to this day very, very, very hard to think about, really. That's, that's just a tough thing. So what year, tough is thing to, what year is that? About that? Oh, well, that must have been 2000, 2001 there, okay. or 99, 2000. Okay. Yeah, right there. And uh, so... To, to see the, the ten All Americans was was unbelievable, mm -hmm. right? This is something that, that that no one's ever accomplished in the past, and and, and didn't look like it was going to happen ever again. But uh, you, you know, you're starting to see that there's opportunities. You might start seeing that here soon. Mm -hmm. You know, I know, know Iowa's got a very strong squad. So, um, but again, it would still be an impressive feat. Um, you know, when it, when it when it came down to it, I was really fortunate to to really to really find a mentor that I, I felt really strongly about and, and Jay Robinson and his coaching staff. Uh, again, I had a lot of confidence in as I got to know them. Uh, Marty Morgan, uh, Joe Russell, these these guys are, are, for me, these guys are just extraordinary people and, and big mentors and, and guys that have helped me in my, my career and, and personally good friends of mine still to this day. Um, and and when, when you look at the, the coaching staff that they developed, and the success that the programs have, and then and then you take one more one more you know uh, piece, and you look at who am I personally going to train with, and, and who could who can I surround myself with to have success? And at the time, I, I look at guys like Marty Morgan, who's still young in his coaching <laughs> career, and and he's a mall you know he's a multiple NCAA champion, multiple at North Dakota State and at the University of Minnesota. Yes, uh, yeah. So a lot of people don't know that. Right before my time at SU. And, uh, and, uh, and then you got guys like Tim Hartung, who's multiple NCAA champion. Uh, Brandon Agum, who was, uh, who was, I think, just coming off of a world silver medal. In the early 2000s, they had one of the best coaching staffs. Yeah, absolutely. Team. Yeah, 100%. And there, was, there was a lot of changes happening <laughs> all the way across. You see the yep. coaching moving and Dan Gable being done. and Absolutely. Absolutely, and uh, you know, e even even my uh, my colleague and competitor, and uh, you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Damian Hahn as well, right? okay, yep. and he's another great example of of just the type of talent, right? And so, you, you, you know, I'm looking at my partners, and I'm saying, well, Marty Morgan and Tim Hartung and Brandon Egg and Damian, and they're only going to make you better. Exactly. So I'm putting myself in a great situation with successful people, and that was something that uh, really meant a lot to mm -hmm. me. And uh, so, you know, so remember the, the first time you, you made the varsity and you're, you're going out there on the mat, you know, that type of situation. Did, were you, what, where was your first, let's say, D1 experience when it came to a duel? Did you have huh. any, any big? Man, thing? that's that's a good question. Uh, probably like any any freshman, I, I, I imagine that the, the, the nerves and the, the excitement and uh, you know, walking out into uh, you don't you have know, that big revelation of you stepping out there for the I, I mean, maybe not that, uh, but I, you know, like any college match, you know, you always just felt excited. But uh, you know, that that very first, I guess I couldn't even remember who it was against. <laughs> it was a lot, a long time ago, first match. But uh, you know, I, I know every time I got a chance to wrestle over at uh, the the pavilion or, mm -hmm. or out at the barn, man, it was it was you know magical, right? Mm -hmm. Cool, cool experience for myself, and I was fortunate enough to have great. Uh, great uh, teammates and, and, and a great culture there. So it was a really great experience. Well, this is probably the closest you'll get to see the D1s this year. You know, get to go to Minneapolis. Where, yeah. In fact, we'll probably have the biggest group this area because I tell you what, I don't know a person that isn't in my sure. realm not going. Yeah. Love to be, you know, see a lot of NDSU guys. In reality, 
uh, you know, the, the dream would be to take the whole team, but in reality, Certainly. how many guys would you see right now that you really think could make it this year? Can you, know, can, can you pick six? Would six be a satisfied number, or is there a satisfied number? Yeah, you know, and that's a great question. Uh, I don't, I don't know if there's a, a number I have in mind. Like you said, anything less <laughs> right. than 10 would be would, would certainly be disappointing as a, from a coaching perspective. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you certainly carry that expectation. Um, you know, it, it, I know anything less, then we're going to have, you know, uh, disappointed said. coaches. <laughs> we're going to have disappointed uh, athletes, and, and, and it affects the whole squad. So, you know, our, our goal is always to get 10 guys there. And, and do we have the opportunity? I, I believe we do. I mean, is it going to be harder for some than others? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, right? Um, but I believe I believe they have the the opportunity and being a part of the Big 12. There's there, there, there's certainly a great wrestling there where you can go in and, and have a great weekend and position yourself to to, to compete at the NCAA. Mm -hmm. Okay, then one more. Yeah. Transition coming to NDSU. Now, got to think of this. NDSU going D1 was always a big step, and, and yeah. wasn't sure if it was going to be able to handle it financially, be able to handle it with sure. the athletes and the culture big difference between D2 and D1 and it was definitely a step up and I know you came here first as you know, kind of Bucky's you know grad assistant type sure. thing but uh, what was the biggest transition coming to NDSU what's the hardest you know was it changing the culture was it getting the athletes was what was the hardest thing actually because because you know you got to pull from your area and kind of Minnesota has been able to dominate the recruiting sure so sure. I think it's a big step for you coming here you know I think the the hardest thing uh, at first was was probably doing things one way my you know for the last my college and and, and, and coaching experience over at Minnesota mm -hmm. and then and seeing a different a different uh, philosophy in place right so it, for me it goes well, that's different I you know I never done it that way but then you kind of recognize the, the the bigger picture you know you, you're learning you're always mm -hmm. you're always mm -hmm. learning and growing and, and Bucky Mon was a great developer of men and, and and he had very high expectations and he was you know one of my favorite things about Bucky is is he would always he would always tell you exactly how he felt and that's a that's that's uh you know I that's a quality lots that's of stories yeah about. right so and, and so I, I learned a lot from Bucky, and, and, and one of the one of the biggest challenges was, well, this is not how I always done it, but now I'm learning a, a, a different way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And so you know, me, I'm kind of maybe, maybe I did it wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> yep. And and so, but at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, you learn. You learn a little bit from from Jay Rob mm -hmm. and, and, and Marty Morgan, Joe Russell, and, and, and Bucky Mon, and, and and so many people that have influenced my. My personal coaching philosophies and, and, and what we what we want to want to be and, and mm -hmm. where our standards are. So you know, at first that was kind of the new thing, right? Mm -hmm. It was a different program. It was some some different philosophies in place, and, mm -hmm. and so being able to make the adjustments and, and, and grow in a different way was was certainly new for me. Definitely. Uh, I don't know about tough, but but different. Well, so. you surrounded yourself with the right people it makes yeah. a huge difference yeah, because. Absolutely. You know, they say you're the average of the people around you, kind of one of those motivational things. Sure. And, uh, you know, putting yourself in the center of that and having people gather around you, or are you going one way or the other? Mm -hmm. I've seen big strides with NDSU. Um, you yeah. know, I, I, re I really feel that, you know, when you start start looking at programs across the nation, I would say this is probably one of the best, most improved from, except me, me being a long, lifelong Iowa fan, <laughs> who's, who's really kind of made some steps. Cause yeah, that, sure. And, Penn State has ruled for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Yeah. Toughest wrestler you ever wrestled? 
the toughest wrestler I've ever wrestled. Win or uh, lose, it doesn't doesn't matter. Here. That's a good question. Um, man, I tell you what, I, I don't know about toughest, but I, I mean, maybe is the toughest. I mean, but I, I remember watching the young man develop, and and just really appreciating the the rival that him and I built, and his mm. name is Jake Barner. I don't know if you've ever heard. Uh, of yeah, him. no, never. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no. But I've always been been a big fan. We've competed uh, a lot against one each other. We've built quite a nice rivalry, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. and and I've always been. Uh, I've always just kind of enjoyed how tough of a kid he was, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and watching him, I, I was a little bit older, so I got to watch him kind of come in, and, and I've, I've not only have I seen, but I felt his, his yep. improvements, mm -hmm. both his technical and physical improvements. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been on the winning end and on the losing end of those matches. So, uh, yeah, but I've just always embraced how, how tough of a young man he is. And, and, and because of that, I, he's had, he's one of had great success. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I've always, I've always really respected him, and, and uh, always appreciated, you know, the the things that he's done to, to maximize his success, and that's that's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm happy. Well, I tell you what, awesome interviewing you. Yeah, great. I hope you have a great rest of the season and long long longevity. Whatever you want to even say. Yeah, you got it. You appreciate everything it. you do for, for wrestling in the state. Yeah, thank it's you. Awesome. Guys, again, Dakota Grappler will be on a lot tomorrow. I will update everything later tonight with all the Class A and Class B quarterfinal stuff. So if you guys come back and watch, we'll have a lot more people. You guys have a great Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Dakota Grappler Live, your source for wrestling in the Dakotas. Check us out and subscribe to our webpage and YouTube channel at dakotagrappler.com. Now go promote wrestling.